everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. This is the third time that we've tried to record this. We've had two really good jokes, the first time and the second time, and both have fallen through because recording sucks. Yeah, life is great. We're having a great time. Um, I'm Brad. That's Blue. We do a podcast thing. Welcome. Welcome to the shit show. This is the third time I'm going to say that. Welcome to the shit show that is this podcast. Hi. Hello. Thank you Honestly, for joining us. Honestly, I think it's really fitting considering the shit show of the second season that we're covering this week. You know what? So was Dive. <laughs> Let that one go. <laughs> Never. It doesn't matter if it's been it was, two years. It was like the fourth episode it. we ever recorded. Like, leave it be. <laughs> no, never. Okay, tenth. It was the tenth episode we ever recorded. Okay, but you see, I can't let it go. Reason being, okay? Reason being is because you were like, all right, I'm going to introduce you to this new medium, this new genre. I'm using a very fancy word here. All right. This new genre of anime that I think you'll enjoy. It's called sports anime, and I have a great one for you to start out with. I think you'll like it. It's a good starter one. Dive. Yeah, but it is good to start with in the beginning. I just forgot about the ending. All of it was shit. No, it wasn't. You got especially mad about the way that it ended. Yes, the ending was also garbage. But so was the rest of the show. Hey, you didn't think... Neither of us thought the rest of the show was bad at the time. If you go back and listen to that podcast, you will realize that the only thing that you hated on was the ending, and that's why you gave it such a shit score. Who goes- because back then... Back then, we were really mellow about how we went about reviewing po- podcasts, about how we went <laughs> about reviewing anime, <laughs> and we thought that that was like top-notch anime tier shit because we were too sappy and not critical enough to say this is a piece of shit, okay? But now we will. But at the time, that was top-tier anime. That was two years ago, my guy. You know what? We are quite literally a week away from our two-year anniversary, so what I will suggest is don't you dare suggest to watch it again because i will shoot you (laughs) so so listen all right no (laughs) what we should do is not watch that again because you're gonna hold it over my head again for the next two years and i can't handle that look okay it's fine everything is fine No, it's not. It's not fine anymore. I'm done with this. Look, are you telling me that with as critical as we are about shows now, you don't want to go back and watch some of our most highly rated and lowest rated? No, I absolutely don't. Because, well, there was one that was so low rated it didn't even make the podcast, okay? So we're not doing that again. We're not putting ourselves through that again. It's horrible. Oh, this is great. We're having fun. It is great. We're having uh, having the time of... I already made that song reference. Uh, but you didn't hear it because I was disconnected. Having a good time. Having a good time. <laughs> Not that one. I was on Whitney. But that one's a good one. Uh, I mean, I just make that and one all the time. Stop at home. All right. Air guitar, but like mouth guitar. <laughs> That's a thing. That's like one of the world's most famous guitar riffs, though, right? No. No? In, in my head, it is. Are, are you the world? Yes. Yeah, I thought we'd already established this. <laughs> you literally called me Kami-sama. Like, come on. <laughs> the, okay, that just makes you God. That doesn't make you the world. Um, Mother Nature? God. Um, Mother Nature? That means you created it. That doesn't make you it. That just Gaia? makes you the creator. Gaia? What? The Earth. Gaia, the name of the Earth. She is the 
the uh, uh, another term of Mother Nature, the Earth. That's a very big word that I don't understand. I need you to Doctor Stone it to me. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know what religion it's from, but yeah, Gaia is the is the name of the entity that is the Earth. That that name that I she's effectively a goddess. Yeah, yeah, the Church of the Flying Spaghetti yeah. Monster. Got it. <laughs> I don't know I don't know where it comes from, but yeah, Gaia is I don't know if it's I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, sure. that's it that's one of those facts that I have in my brain that I don't know where it came from. Ah, see, I can't do facts. No. No. Brain don't work that way. I was thinking of weird facts that I know the other day. Oh. Um and I know one about pasties. Oh. Okay, so you know the typical classic Cornish pasty out of Britain, right? Yes. Like you know that is, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, well, those can I, you can only be a Cornish pasty if it's from Cornwall, right? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, Cornish pasties, well, pasties were invented because of the coal mines. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, because the miners would go down to the mines and they would need to eat. Obviously, they're humans; they wanted to eat something, uh-huh. but they would be covered in soot. So, how do you eat when you're covered in soot? Oh, I don't know. You have something that you can hold. So they made a pasty with the braided edge that they could grip onto, and then they would just throw that away in the mine, and because it was a dried pastry, it would just crumble and wouldn't mold. Huh. Yeah, so they would be able to just, they would be able to eat, not have any cleanup, and then discard what they didn't use that would just biodegrade. Oh, cool. And not get, like, soot all over their food. Oh, that's very handy. Mm, literally. (laughs) I did that on purpose, you're welcome. Yeah, pasties. Love that. And then a few years ago, there was a big kerfuffle over which is a Cornish pasty, and it has to be from Cornwall now. It's been decided. Ah, like officially decided? Like government decided? Or... I think so. I think it has actually, like, legislation-wise been decided that you cannot call it a Cornish pasty if it wasn't made in Cornwall. Ah, leave it to the queen to make the tough decisions in life. (laughs) The queen doesn't do anything when it comes to the government. She's a figurehead. No, no, no. Queen, Queen signs off on it. It's fine. Okay. She well, makes she does still technically have the power to behead people, but I think there would be uproar if that actually happened. No, I'd be fine. I mean, if she, the, there are some government officials that I'm fairly certain people would just look the other way for, but like. I mean, look, at this point, the queen is a national treasure. Not even a national treasure, a global treasure. Everybody loves the queen. If she decides to behead someone, I think it'd be fine. It, it'd be fine. So long as it's the queen. Nobody else in the royal family, but the queen's good. Yep. See, it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's like 100 million years old anyways. This is like a really sad Ghibli movie or like a Disney movie or something where one person can hear the other person and the other person can't hear them. And so the one person's calling for the other person. The other person's like, I can hear you. Like, that would be so sad. I missed almost all of that. And now I'm sad. (laughs) I was just saying it would make a really good Ghibli film. You know, I'd be down for that. Sure. Why not? Yeah, like how sad, but also it has to have a happy ending. I mean, it's Ghibli, of course it's going to have a happy yeah, ending. the two friends get united at the end. But like, also, did you watch that Ghibli film that I covered a while ago about the incest? No, I forgot. Mm. But, but I did I watch Love is Blind. you have been watching. Yep, I have been yeah. watching Love is Blind Japan. I have been watching that. It's good, it's yeah. good trash TV. I'm having a great time. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really want to dive into your thoughts more about this. It's I'm great. excited to gossip. Like, you were right. Like, they do take it seriously. And it's... Mm. I got emotional. 
Like they get emotional yeah. and I'm like, oh no, my heart. Oh, why do I care? It's reality TV. Why the fuck are you making me emotional? Fuck off. Honestly though. Yeah. 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 See, this is why the the dialogue that we're having, like I'm responding to everything you're saying and it would, it's so sad. <laughs> It's like, if this was a film, could you imagine the dialogue of, like, one person being like, she can't hear me, I can't believe she can't hear me, like, I'm just all by myself, and the other person going, but I can hear you, I'm here, I'm here. Like, it's so sad. Oh. I would love that as a film, actually. We know people. Can we get this done? I honestly think it would be such a good, like, short film. It would actually make a really good short film. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we need to send this raw audio to our producer and be like, hey, do something with this raw audio. We're not even voice acting. We're just sad. Okay, let's jump into it because we did go through some stuff that we did this week. Did we? I, I think that's on Squadcast and we don't have that recorded. <laughs> oh, okay. We, well, we haven't actually watched, done that. <laughs> you watched Love is Blind. What did you think of it? It was good. Like, it was genuinely good. Like, I had a lot of fun with it. I got emotional. It's great. They... Did you finish it? No. 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 You gotta finish it. Look, all right. At this point, my life could... It's like I said last week. My life consists of Elden Ring and then moments outside of Elden Ring. That's just, that's just part but of if it. You don't, if you don't finish it, then you're just gonna be stuck in the sad and you're not gonna get any possible resolution. But I like how you say possible to try not to spoil it for me. Mm. But the love and genuine happiness I got out of the first episode. But also, all right, these motherfuckers start speaking in English. And it made me think that my shit bugged. <laughs> because, all right, no joke. So I was this, I was watching it's this. straight American accent as well. It, it really is. Like, it was dead on to the point to where I was like, did somebody huh? fuck up somewhere and add? <laughs> yeah. Like, did somebody fuck up and add English dialogue in here? Like, did I accidentally click on the English dub of the Japanese version? Mm. For one, that's racist and that shouldn't happen. But two, <laughs> I was like, what, what, genuinely, what, what the fuck? And the bad part about it is, and this is what really threw me off. So I was watching the first episode on my lunch break at work. And while I was watching mm. it, like right before that scene, I had paused it to go grab a drink out of the fridge and come sit back down in the break room. And then I hit play and that scene starts and I stop dead in my tracks. Like I literally have a slice of pizza about to go into my mouth and I'm about to chomp it. And then I just stop dead. And my buddy that works with me looks at me. He's like, are you good? And I was like, no, no, I'm not. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> it's like, I feel icky. I, I really do. And then it eventually switched back to the Japanese. And I was like, oh, I thought everything was wrong because I was going through the menus. I'm like, did I, did something happen? Like, why? Why is no. this happening? But no, no, yeah, it was just no. the most distinct English. And it wasn't like any particular accent. Like it wasn't Northern. It wasn't Southern. Like it was just English. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's because they studied in America, spent some time abroad, and they learned the language. And um, yeah, (laughs) it was very confusing to me when I first watched it as well. But if you have not watched Love is Blind and you like a bit of shitty reality TV that isn't American reality TV, if you've watched some British reality TV, it's more towards that vein, but I would argue even more, like taken seriously i still think it's probably just as staged as the american and british reality tv is just staged 
differently to give to present a different idea but if that's something that you find yourself interested in i do recommend checking out love is blind on netflix look all right if this shit is staged say this Mm. shit is staged all right Mm. pay those actors fucking more because my (laughs) god the like it with american reality tv you can kind of see through the bullshit like, mm. whenever they're crying and upset, like The Bachelor and whatnot, fuck all that. That's fake. That's bullshit. Mm. But with this, like, I genuinely feel the emotion. Like, I feel like my chest well up. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it stays like that throughout the rest of the season as well. There are some moments that are some really, like, hard times, but also some really good times. I don't know. There's, like, there's, it's very emotional provoking shit i don't know watch it let us know what you think yeah also why why are you trying to get me to get emotionally invested in shit right before it's you know sad boy month because it's revenge obviously but i i'm obviously i don't know i don't know how can you call it revenge though i don't make you watch shit like that all the time no but i have finals right now so well i don't have fun i will have finals when you're in sad boy month so i mean valid i guess yeah. But you see, then we're both being windows. tortured. It's just I do it to myself and school does it to you. <laughs> I pay for school that does it to me. I'm paying for the torture. Ah, masochist over here, I see. I got to, I did a new thing. I did more um, stuff in the shops, in the in the studios today, this, today, this week. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you see, I like how you do all this and yet I never get photos and it makes me sad. Ah, I have photos. I can send photos. I did molding and, like, casting, so you cast molds and stuff, um, and I molded my fingers. Oh, super fancy. Yeah, so I can send you my pictures of my fingers in molds, but um, I don't have the finished result yet because I haven't taken a photo of it, but I have it in person. It's in my backpack. I just haven't. But yeah, I did a, like, a plaster cast of my two fingers. It's in Discord. Oh, cool. Yeah, I did a plaster cast of my two fingers, which is like where you get those gauze strips and they're filled with plaster. It's very common to use in SFX and other kinds of molding as well. I think it's used in like patching walls and stuff. Like they'll put it over holes in walls and plaster it and sand it down. You know, like it's, uh-huh. it's plaster in a gauze. Yeah. And then the second one is a like a, a I think it's a latex formula or like a, a silicone. I'm not sure what it was, but it's like a a goopy gel cast that you that you put in that it's skin safe this one was a disposable mold um whereas they have others that are like reusable so this one wasn't and so i just like stuck my thumb in it so i have a cast of my two fingers which is like not very realistic because the plaster obviously has fabric um in it so it doesn't create like a really really good mold whereas the goopy one (laughs) um is like a legit mold where it was like you could see my thumbprint and like all kinds that that one was really cool huh the other one yeah the the fingers turned out to look a bit like petrified wood i'll put it on the instagram story on sunday so if you guys want to check it out it'll be on our instagram story or saved in our instagram stories (laughs) like the you know the, the saved stories yeah, so go on do, Instagram. Be sure yeah. to go follow us at BNB Anime. Shameless plug. Yeah, yeah, go check it out because it'll be there. Yeah. You can see the pictures. So I also put a picture of my stick that I made the other week on there as well. Also, it 
it looks like you're living your best life because I saw the stories of you like chilling, drinking coffee at a windowsill. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look at you just over here living your best life. Yeah. Yeah, I've been having a good time. Um, uh, <laughs> that was, that was, uh, I was waiting for class. I So there's a, the, the way that my university is spread out is like there's several buildings all around. There's not one canvas, canvas, campus. Canvas works because it's art school, but like, no. Um, it's uh, it's kind of lots of different buildings spreading around, uh, spread around because it's the oldest art school in Canada. So when it was made, it was kind of made in the middle of the city, right? And so all of the buildings are kind of spread around. And uh, that was a building that I have uh, one of my classes in that I've never actually gone to before because it's not one that has like labs in it. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't used to go to that building, so I left really early. And then when I got to my bus stop, my bus was there at the bus stop. So I got on the bus and, and got to school. And then after I'd bought a coffee and still got to the school, I was a half hour early for class. So I went and sat in the stairwell, and that was the stairwell. Ah, look at you living your typical anime protagonist story. Yeah, yeah, I sat in a stairwell with full glass. And there's a gap between the stairs and the glass window. Mm-hmm. There's like a gap that's like... I don't know, a half a foot wide. And I was like, I'm going to knock my coffee down there. I know I am. I'm going to take this really this really cool shot and I'm going to knock my coffee. But I didn't. But I was so nervous that I was going to. Look at you go. I'm so proud. I know. I know. Not I knocking like, over oh. your coffee. I know. It's going to go all the way to the first floor and I'm on the fourth and it's just going to like <laughs> fall all the way down there and splat on someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no, I can't do this. I can't do this. That'd be great. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to post more on Instagram. So uh, yeah, you'll you'll probably see some good university posts while I'm out and about. Yeah. So yeah. recording permitting, I did have something mm. I want to talk about on this episode. Okay. So I've been listening to a podcast. I I know shock. I I listen to other podcasts other than our own. Oh no. Mm-hmm. And the episode of this particular podcast this week was called "Hills I Will Die On." Are you familiar with this okay. term? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. So, do you want to piss off the internet a little bit? Let's let's do it. Let's do it. So, for the, for the folks at home, a hill that you would die on is a opinion or a concept or something that you will not back down from. And generally, it is said with things that you know will piss people off because it's an opinion that you stand by that a lot of people won't. Is genuinely whenever yeah. that turn of phrase is used. Yeah. So, with that being said, what are some hills that you will die on? Oh, I have to think. Do you have any? I do. Okay, let's hear some. Bacon is not that good. You know what? I'm with you on that. Yeah. I used to, yeah, from from the days I used to eat meat, I'll agree with you. Mm -hmm. And you see, a lot of people, and especially Americans, I know this is probably just like a standard American thing, but most Americans Mm. are like, bacon is God's gift to man. Like, this is Mm. the greatest thing anybody could ever be given. Like, it's salty, it's delicious, and to those people, I say, how's your cholesterol, first of all? Mm. (laughs) But secondly, (laughs) that's all it is, is salt. It tastes like salt and grease. There's no actual flavor to it. It doesn't matter how you cook it, how you prepare it, unless you slather it in something like buffalo sauce or maple syrup, which to then it just takes on those flavors. It has no genuine like substance to it other than salt. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's it's just not that good. So you can come fight me in the comments if you like, but it's just it's just not that good. I've got another one that you reminded me of to do with bacon, and this is one I'm not sure the general public will disagree with me on, but I know that Gordon Ramsay will. Um and that is 
that when eggs are fried, fried eggs, um, they are better crispy. Oh, you can go stand on your own hill on that one. <laughs> no, they're better crispy. So I am a huge over easy fan. Mm. Like I, I love just like I love a runny yolk. I love it being. Like, as soft as possible. I love to just take my toast and, like, stab the egg with it and just sop it all mm. up. Like, yeah. that's some of my favorite things to do. And you don't get that if your egg is crispy. No, you do with the yolk if the oil is hot enough. If you got hot oil, you crack it on, you will fry the, the white really quickly, and that'll get it nice and crispy, and then you just uh, baste a little bit of oil on the rest of the white to get it going on the top, you'd see, you just get a spoon and you just do that. And then there you go. Crispy egg, runny yolk, and it cooks in like 30 seconds. And it is delicious. Yeah, you can go stand on your own hill on that one. I want as far away from you as humanly <laughs> possible. <laughs> Crispy eggs are the best eggs. Oh, that was the main one that came to mind. Like as far as hills that I will die on, that is that is definitely mm. one of them. Also, oh, you can go I've ahead. Got, okay, go ahead. No. Okay, well, I was going to say... Heinz ketchup, French's mustard. See, I'm just not a big mustard fan, so that's fine. I, I, I'm I not a huge mustard fan, but I will on a hot dog. Also, is hot dog one word or two words? Two words. Okay, but it's not underlined when it's one word. Somebody's fucked up somewhere because it's two words. Yeah, I just wrote an essay about a hot dog, which is the weirdest thing to say. <laughs> but yeah, I wrote an essay about a hot dog for my English class. And uh, I was spelling it two words because that's how it was spelled in the article that I was referencing. Mm -hmm. But every now and again, when I was typing, it would just, I would spell it with as one word and they were both correct. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So we had to ask our professor to be like, is it one word or two words? And he was like, go with two, I guess. <laughs> but I won't, I won't tell you off for doing one. Oh, love that. Yeah. All right. So next unpopular opinion for me, children's books, much better than adult books. I I agree with that. I think adult books lose a lot of the fun and magic. Yeah, it, see, that's going to be my point exactly. Adult books are like those romance novels and shit that people like to read. That's just sad and depressing. Children's books, you get like actual magic, like magic school bus and, you know, mm. stuff like that. I would much rather learn about Miss Frizzle taking her class into a fucking volcano where I can actually learn versus, you know, yeah. some woman who's sad and depressed because her man <laughs> left her for another person. I don't know. No, I, I think I agree with you that, that it loses some of the spark of, of childhood imagination in a lot of adult books. How long it took for me to find a swashbuckling pirate book that's made for adults was impossible. I couldn't find one. I still haven't found one. I've been looking for a really good adult, written for adults, swashbuckling pirate book, and I cannot find it. I want Pirates of the Caribbean, but for adults. And, I mean, technically those films kind of are, but you know what I mean? Like, they don't write books like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, I know exactly what you. you mean. Like, when do I get Robin Hood? But I've already read Robin Hood, and it's Robin Hood was written years ago. And, like, <laughs> I don't want I want a modern Robin Hood. Like, come on. Love that. Um... Okay, let me think. Um, oh, so podcast-specific mm -hmm. one. Okay. What is an anime or manga or light novel or anything in this particular medium hill you will die on? Oh, okay. Um, I think a lot of people will go with the subs, not dubs thing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I feel like that's not controversial enough. I mean, I feel like that's low-hanging fruit. Like, I feel like that's yeah. not, like, that's not something to really go after. Because at this point, you and I have already established that for 99% of the time, subs are far superior to dubs. Period. Yeah. Live action anime isn't that bad. Context. You just have to look at it from a different perspective. You can't take it seriously. I think it depends on which particular one as well. Yeah. Because if the show takes itself seriously, then therefore it expects you to take it seriously. And then in but which case... But that's also like when you get those horror films that take themselves seriously that are the funniest things. Yeah, but again, it all... I mean, then again, depending on a lot of the horror films, I don't consider it that, uh, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. Like, I don't ever remember just watching a horror film and seeing it take itself seriously, though. Mm. Uh, mm. There maybe are a it's lot just of me, them. Like, because I've, yeah. maybe I just have a really bad habit of watching shitty horror films. Well, okay, so there was this, there's, originally, there were a lot of horror films that came out that were made very quickly, but took themselves seriously. Mm-hmm. So they had, like, a $10,000 budget for the whole film, including promotion, and they spent $9,000 of that on promotion. And so <laughs> so they had $1,000 to spend on the film, And but they took it so seriously. Like, they had an indie writer and an indie director, and they're like, this is going to be my big break, and they took it really seriously. And those became cult classics, and people started to love those and found that great humour in them. Then, because of that you then had a wave of people that were like, we're going to make that, but not, because we know that it's going to be a cult classic, so we're going to lean into that. And then that's when you ended up with a lot of films, like, um, what is that, Leprechaun one, and Thanksgiving Turkey that goes around killing people, and then there's a, a car tire, a tractor tire, mm-hmm. that goes around killing people. And you have those, those dumb ones that, like, they knew that they were going to be watched because they were dumb. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like, live action anime is on the the cusp of doing that of leaning into not taking itself seriously i think you can see that in kakegurui oh 100 percent, you can see it in kakegurui without a doubt yeah yeah um and i think it's right on that cusp so check out some live action anime if you want to have a good time with friends get some popcorn and get ready to laugh at it mm-hmm. all right here's mine okay manga greater than light novels I don't know if I can agree with you on that one. But I think a lot of that could depend on genre. Mm. Because I've read quite a bit of light novels. Like the SAO light novels I've read, I've enjoyed. And I even am starting a collection of the ReZero light novels. Mm. And I say that to say, I think a lot of that will depend on genre. Like Slice of Life, I think would make a great live novel or light novel chunk. But pure fantasy with things like ReZero, it just doesn't do it for me. I get it for the appeal of you can get so much extra information in a light novel and subtle things that you won't get in the manga and in the anime, but for mm. me, manga's just better. Yeah, I've got one. Okay. Naruto mm-hmm. should be 50 episodes maximum, two two-core seasons. Are you saying that as Naruto as a whole or most shonen as a whole? I feel like you could argue a lot of shonen. I, I, Naruto specifically was what I was, what I was thinking of because I've seen that one episode, like first episode to last episode. I haven't seen Chippenden, but I've seen all of Naruto. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, that one, I remember it being so many episodes of just so much drag. There was so much extra stuff that didn't need to be there that was boring. Mm-hmm. Cull it. <laughs> I think you could can Naruto entirely and just watch Shippuden. Yeah. I and There's a lot of good in, in the in the Naruto. I like... Uh, mm, see, Hinata, she doesn't need to exist, in my opinion. Oh, all right. That's a... You're going to have everybody coming at you for that one. Oh, well, the thing about it is, is that her character wasn't rounded enough in the beginning to be a solid candidate, if you know what I mean. Like, it was a trio situation, and then she kind of comes out of left field, even though she doesn't, because she was there. But, like, she was just kind of boring and pathetic. So what's your opinions on Sakura, then? Sakura's annoying. Just annoying. And I know that. But she made presence, like, she had presence, you know? She was there. And although I really wanted to be like, hey, shut the hell up, he's evil. Like, for so much of it, I was like, stop it, move on. Um, she, like, at least was... I-, I guess I just don't like the wet blanket vibe that I get from Hinata. It's like, you're surrounded by incredibly powerful women with strong personalities. And she's willing to just, like flop on the side and like ah, but I love him and I know that Sakura does that as well but it felt very pathetic from her end I don't know (laughs) that's a strong opinion I know I'm gonna get a lot of people mad at me for that but just from like a female perspective looking at another female character that her kind of entire personality is surrounded by loving another person and Sakura is the same way she annoys me but at least she's powerful about it Hinata's kind of like weak and flappy (laughs) It's been a long time since I watched it as well, so maybe I'll change my perspective on watching it as a very much adult, whereas the first time I watched it, I was a teenager. But You see, yeah, I, don't I, I hear your argument, and yet I will mm-hmm. counter that argument with, you don't see Sasuke getting afraid of Sakura, but you do see Naruto and Boruto both being afraid of Hinata. I get that, but Sasuke's kind of a wet blanket himself. <laughs> No, okay, basically, okay, Sasuke is also a wet blanket. (laughs) I mean, there are a lot of people that are probably going to agree with you on that one. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just that a lot of anime that's come out recently has had preteens and teens that have this level of adultness to them that when you go back and watch Naruto, which is probably a better representation of children, Mm -hmm. to be honest, and how children would behave... It makes them look so immature and pathetic. And I think that genuinely could be it. Of, like, children being put in scary scenarios, uh, they're still going to behave like kids. Whereas you watch Jujutsu Kaisen, and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the characters behave completely differently. So there's a a good chance that it just could be that. That, like, they are actual preteens and teenagers that are acting like preteens and teenagers. And I look at that and I cringe because I'm not a preteen or a teenager. So, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a good chance that that's it as well. I just, I'm upset that, uh, that she's not more assertive. I guess that's, that's why I'm upset. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, let's, uh, while I have good internet, let's go into the background of Attack to Titan season two or Shingeki no Kyojin. You, you lost me at the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shingeki no Kyojin. So. Carrying over from season one, season two was done by Wit Studio, of course, Wit doing fantastic work. Uh, Mm. If only they could have done season four. (laughs) 
But anyway, we're we're getting a few weeks ahead of ourselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, done by Wit Studio, same director, all that fun stuff aired from April to July of 2017 for a total of 12 episodes. Yeah, only one call this time. Yeah, much, much easier to digest. Yeah. And it is rated R or 17 plus, same as the last one, but this time not for nudity. This time it was for violence and profanity, which is far more on on track of what it should be. Yeah, again, I don't see Uh, where they got the nudity thing from. No, the Titans literally don't have genitals. It's like a whole characteristic of their features. Um, But yeah, anyways. And this one also featured, no, actually, I know what it is. What? No Annie. Mm, yeah, so you don't see like muscly silhouette boobs. It's always the breastuses. I lost it. <laughs> oh, and I made a good joke as well. Oh, Attack on everybody, Titan. hate me. <laughs> That's two good jokes. I bet you're cracking up editing this now. Ha ha ha! I'm laughing with you. Uh, <laughs> oh, come you're back. back to me. You're back. Okay, cool. I I left a couple jokes in for you to laugh at while you edit. Yep. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Get that tit jokes. And so. <laughs> oh, God. That's, uh, that makes me think of fucking my dress up darling this week because there's a whole bit about under boob. Mm. So I was like. The boob, but under. <laughs> oh. It's like that reminded me of that, that old TikTok of that guy who's wearing a crop top and his mom comes into the room and, and his mom's like, hey, turn down the music. And why the hell are you wearing that crop top again? Everyone can see your under tits. <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's such a good TikTok. It's, it's an old one. It's like a couple of years old now, but yeah, it's a good one. Oh, man. Um, yeah, anyway, so dropped rate is a 0.84%, which is way low compared to last week's 2.57%, but that is very normal of a second season because obviously you've already filtered out all of the people who didn't like the first season. And so the people going into the second season are people who already like the series, but it is lower than I was expecting considering how varied the second season is from the manga. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, OP this time, banger. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so speaking of OP, that is Shinzo Wo Sasa Geo by Linked Horizon. Sasageo! Sasageo! And then uh, the ending is Yugure no Tori by Shinsai. Kama te chan. <laughs> I excuse me, our pronunciation. I'm working on it, but it's gonna be a while. And uh, I think my fridge or something just clicked off because I heard a big like clink clink. Yeah, I heard and something clink. Yeah. Didn't know if you punched your microphone or set a water bottle down. However, ED sucked. Oh no, Im- yeah, ED <laughs> ED wasn't great. You know, I think I know what it is. Um, if somebody is going down or up the metal exit stairs at the back of the apartment building i can hear it in my apartment okay that makes sense yeah but yeah op great timeless it is on a lot of people's like top five or top ten just anime intros or outros of all time Mm -mm. ed sucked not a fan yeah i skipped it (laughs) again i will always watch it on the first episode and the last episode unless i just really like it then i never skip it like my dress up darling I haven't skipped a single one yet. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, I tend to skip it most of the time because I am impatient. Um, I am... Also... Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, go. I'm very excited to hear your thoughts on the OP for My Dress Up Darling. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely excited because I'm curious if you're going to get like, 
I get like a major mix of like Tonica Coon and um, Food Wars all at the same time. I like both of those. So I'm down to listen. I'm excited. Yeah. But yeah. So we have um, a scores of a, a 4.36 out of 5 or 8.72 out of 10 on Anime Planet and an 8.50 out of 10 on my anime list. But yeah, that's all the background. All right. Now, with all of the background out of the way, I will go into our episode by episode bit due to us having continued recording issues thanks to Blue's internet issues with the internet in Toronto being terrible because of the weather. I'm going to do this episode by episode bit. I'll give my closing thoughts on it, give my rating and all that. Blue sent me her closing thoughts along with her rating and all of that as well. And then, of course, I'll go through the outro bit. And so, with all of that being said, put your spoiler chicken hats on. It's time to discuss Season 2 of Attack on Titan. Here's our episode by episode summary, except it's not going to be episode by episode because technically this whole season took place in the span of like two days in show. So I'm just going to give a recap of everything that kind of takes place in that time span. So season two begins pretty much where the first season left off. Annie has been captured and sealed away, but also they know that there are more traitors among their mitts. However, before we can get into that, everybody gets split up and they got to figure out what's happening because apparently walls or walls, Titans have gotten inside of Wall Rose and they're trying to figure out where. So everybody's out searching, trying to find the hole in the wall, figure out what happened. And a group of our adventurers, including Baratolt Reiner, Emir, Historia, Connie, and a few of the higher scouts, Jean and the higher scouts get trapped in a tower. And it is while they are inside of that tower that they notice a very, very massive, abnormal beast looking Titan. That's just sauntering away, sauntering along, all that fun stuff. However, at the same time, the Titans that had breached the wall, even though they couldn't find a hole in the wall, started attacking the tower. So they go, they try to fight them off. However, they quickly run out of fuel and gas. And since Bertolt Reiner and all of the cadets from the 104th Cadet Camp don't have any ODM gear or anything like that, they're pretty much helpless in dealing with this. So the seasoned scouts try to fight them off as best they can, but two of them get rocked from boulders being chucked by the giant beast titan, and it literally sounds like mortars going off, like it sounds like hell. It's not a fun time. And while this is going on, you start getting flashbacks of things like kind of leading up to these events, about how they think there's a traitor among their mitts and all that other fun stuff, and they are also hinting at some secrets about one of the characters from one of the cult of the Walls Church thing. Start hinting that apparently there's somebody in the Scout Regiment that's not who they say they are. So Titans managed to kill off all of the Senior Scouts due to them not having any more equipment. And also, of course, the Beast Titan chucking rocks. And Titans break in. They start closing in on the tower about to get everybody, and then Emir looks at Historia, and she's like, all right, look, I'm gonna go ahead and give you my secret, but you need to live your life, and, you know, actually go by your real name, because it's up to this point, she's only been going by Krista, but instead, her actual name is Historia Reese. So, they, or Emir, transforms into her titan form, 
and just starts going ham. Just kicking Titan's ass left, right, and center. But eventually she gets overwhelmed because that's a whole lot of Titans that are just going strictly for her. So right as she's about to be permanently launched, our squad of Eren, Mikasa, Armin, Hanji, all those guys show up and just wreck shit. So they all take care of that. They point out the Beast Titan and then they head back. They head back to the walls. And it's whenever they get back to the walls that they notice that something is amiss. And Bertolt and Reiner are acting funny and they were talking to Eren and then Reiner just outright admits to Eren that he's like, look fam, I'm the armor titan and Bertolt is the colossal titan. So you can come with us and no one else has to die. And then Eren's like, hmm, I don't know about that. I've got a lot to think about. I've got a lot on my plate. You know, a lot of stuff's been wonky. You know, they just found out about Emir, and then they knew, like, this was shortly after the Annie incident as well. But also, the scouts pretty much had an idea that it was Bertolt and Reiner, but Aaron just couldn't seem to process it until, you know, he watched them transform in front of his very eyes. So, Bertolt and Reiner transform into their Titan forms. Reiner snatches Aaron, and as he tries to snatch Aaron and take off, Aaron's like, mm, nope, not today. And, yeah, he transforms into his titan form. He gets into a fight with Reiner, loses this time, and he gets whisked away. And so the scouts stage an attack to try to go get Eren back. They chase after them, like pretty much the entire scout regiment goes after them. And you get, like, just a huge final battle section. I mean, Eren and them are, you know... We get some nice kind of back and forth between Eren, Reiner, and Bertolt, like, trying to get more information out of them. And, you know, it's like a whole convincing back-and-forth type deal. But then, boom, final battle happens. And boy, oh boy, do we have a final battle section to talk about. The Bertolt and Reiner still continue to try to escape. However, they are unsuccessful with trying to escape while also kidnapping Eren. They get surrounded by Titans. They are trying to... or... The scouts are trying to fight off Titans while also get their hands on Eren, while also trying to fight off Bertolt and Reiner at the same time. Reiner tr trying to keep hold of Bertolt and Ymir while also taking care of Eren. That doesn't work because Mikas is like, mm, fuck you, give us Eren back. And then Eren, still not being able to transform for some reason or another, who knows, he's still trying to figure out his powers. However, we find a new power from Mr. Jaeger because we run into the Titan that launched his mom and she is coming after Aaron and Aaron's like no fuck you I've lost enough because he's watched his friends die or you know some of his friends the main ones are still there he watched commander Irwin get his arm launched off nobody knows if he's really dead or not yet although we do get a really really badass moment of Erwin being a true leader and like as he's getting launched by a titan and getting his arm Monched off. The soldiers are like, oh no, we gotta rescue him. And he's like, no. He's like, y'all are gonna push forward and y'all are gonna fight. Don't worry about me. And ooh, it's powerful. It's great. Really, really good stuff. So yeah, the Titan that launched Aaron's mom is coming at Aaron. And Aaron's like, nope, I've had enough of your shit. However, in his base human form, as the Titan is reaching out to smack him, he throws a punch. But the second that they connect, you see a bolt of lightning flash. And then all of the Titans around them go and just start attacking 
the Titan, that Monsterian's mom. Like, they tear it to shreds. They kill it. Pretty much the whole, just the whole nine yards. Just take them down, munch them, finish them off. And then, at the same time, like, while this is still technically happening, they also start chasing after Reiner. And so Reiner's like, screw it, I'm going to escape. And that that's where season two ends. So, overall, I'm going I'm to give season two a... I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. It's not great by any means. The pacing on it's weird. It's still good. You still get some good Titan fighting action. Like, it works out well. And the soundtrack is great, as always. Especially, And the voice acting is great, too. The OP is timeless. The ED is meh. So I'm going to knock half a point for the ED alone, because it's, it's not good. But overall, yeah, not, not bad. And with all that being said... Okie dokie, so I'm all by myself now. Hello world, I'm all alone. This is what it sounds like when I record by myself. I've taken off one headphone even though I technically don't need any headphones on. But somehow it feels like I need one headphone. I can't sit at this computer without my headphones on. Does does anybody else do that? Does that make sense? Like even if you sit down at a computer and you know you're not going to be doing anything with sound, you still put your headphones on. Does anybody else do that? Or is that just a me thing? I feel like lots of people do that. Anyways. Going on a tangent, all by my lonesome. Um, yeah. So Attack on Titan season two. I have not read the manga. I know that Brattle Doodle Dandy goes on about how the fact that this is very different from the manga. I do not know the manga, so I'm only going to talk about what I see with my visual eyes on the anime because I have eyes that don't do visual things apparently. Um, yeah. So. So, uh, anybody that you liked in this before, they're not likable now and or dead. So, uh, that feels great. <laughs> Love that for us. Um, yeah. I, I so much frustration. So much unnecessary. What the... Everybody's evil, except if they're not evil, then they're dead. I don't... You get me? Do you know what I mean? I mean, okay. This season was confusing. Kind of, like, I wasn't as hooked in this season as I was the first season. The first season, I found it very hard to, like, stop watching an episode. Like, I wanted to just watch episode after episode after episode, and it was very easy to binge. This season, not so easy to binge. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the characters are so unlikable. If the characters are unlikable, I find myself wanting to, like, oh, I can't even be bothered with their bullshit right now. And that's kind of how I was feeling doing some of this. Especially considering that, like, Reiner, who is such a nice character last season, is the biggest piece of shit in the world this season. And not only that, he had severe mental issues from all of the shit that has happened. Obviously, we don't know the rest of his story, but considering... Also, how? Because, like, okay, so I'm trying to think of, like, age ranges, right? So they're 12 when they're recruited into the military. Because at 12, you either have to go to the military... Or to the farms. They all chose to go to the military. So in the very first season, when they first joined the military, they're 12. That was two years after the first wall break thing had happened. At which point they were 10, because obviously 12 subtract 2 is 10. We know this. So, 10-year-olds, Rhino was, and his buddy was 10 when they smashed the wall? Or are they a different age? Are they slightly older? But then how did they miss the recruitment? Because if you're supposed to be 12 when you get recruited for the army or have to go to work on the farms, why were they not recruited sooner? 
You know what I mean? Like, the maths in my head. So they've just sent an entire group of people to be massacred at the age of 10 as Titans, but the Titans haven't changed their body, like, they're still the same Titans that they always were, but different now. Like, uh, and Annie is their counterpart. They all killed Marco. They watched him. Reiner now thinks that he's half warrior, half military dude, I don't, soldier. And then they all go back to the forest again in the woods and they have a party, except Eren doesn't have any arms anymore. Mikasa and, and, um, uh, Armin have the same haircut, and I know they had the same haircut last season, but I feel like I noticed it especially bad this season, and I know that Armin has bangs and that should change everything, but they have the same haircut. And this whole thing is just stressful. This season is just stressful. Also, um, what's his name? Erwin loses an arm, his right arm, which I feel like would be very frustrating because now he has to be left-handed despite possibly not being left-handed to begin with and he's also never going to be able to use scissors again, so I feel bad for him. We didn't really get much um, Levi this season. We got a little bit, but not a lot. He was injured kind of the whole season. We got some Annie and flashbacks, we got some other flashbacks, we got our favourite drunk soldier being munched by the same muncher that munched Aaron's mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's- this whole thing was just- and like, the whole thing with the religious folk, like, I'm not gonna tell you about the people in the walls, but like, I'm gonna die for my cause, nah, nah, nah. Like, I wouldn't have the like, oh, we're gonna tag him along and make him see a titan. I would have him in a basement chopping his toes off, ripping his fingernails out, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm a very different kind of person in this scenario to other people. I would not have been so, so casual about just having him in a golf cart with me while I was going to murder some titans. I don't, ugh, okay. And then in the end, having the more famine again that we'd had the five years ago, with the first attack, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like this whole, this whole thing is bollocks. And I don't know how I feel about it. And because I don't know what was different from the manga and what was different, what wasn't and what was different from the manga, I don't know what this is supposed to be. This feels messy. It feels tiring. It feels unnecessary. And it just kind of puts a damper on the whole character group. Like, it makes it very hard to, like, get the effort to watch the next season. Because you're like, well, everybody sucks. Like, the main characters kind of suck. Also, Eren's kiss evasion was hilarious. And also, like I was talking about earlier, I actually don't know if it picked up in this recording, if it was in a different recording. But there are some weird moments in this, in this season where the timing just feels off. Like, the edit wasn't right. Or there was, like, a thing that was put in that's just odd, like, uncomfy, you know? Like a scenic shot that shouldn't be there. Or, like, there was one time where a dude was sitting on his horse and a titan comes along and he gets munched off of the horse and then the horse just looks at the camera and, like, it felt like, you know, one of those, like, The Office fourth wall break kind of things but in Attack on Titan when people are dying by eating from Titan, like, it felt like a very serious moment, and then all of a sudden, and I laughed, I laughed out loud because it was funny because he got eaten off of this horse, but it felt like it shouldn't have been funny, you know what I mean? And I don't know if they were actually trying to make a joke out of somebody being eaten when throughout the rest of this series it's supposed to be very serious when people are being eaten. It felt very out of place, like they were turning it into a comedy, you know what I mean? 
And it was funny. The joke was well executed, but also like, was it to like, why was there a joke there? Like, what's the, so he just got eaten. Like, are they trying to do some comedic relief? But if they're trying to do comedic relief, why are they doing it when in a situation that should have been taken seriously? You know what I mean? I don't know. So then what else was there? Yeah, there were several other shots like that that I just felt as awkward or out of place or not, like, presenting the emotion that they should have been presenting at the time. And it kind of felt like they were trying to take it seriously and take it from a comedic route at the same time, and it just didn't work. Also, we learned that uh, things are, are, like, you know, Titans are... are much older than they necessarily think they are because of Yuma being like 60 years old or whatever and that um I don't know we got some some girl <laughs> I was gonna say girl girl action but that didn't happen but we got some some girl mance bromance there's not really an equivalent to that is there um throughout this there's in fact it's kind of like a huge plot of the whole thing is is these the two characters just like falling in love with each other without right saying I'm in love with you, you know what I mean? But like they are, like obviously, duh. That's how I feel about the season. <sighs> I'm gonna give it a six. <sighs> that's my opinion. I feel like that's low, but I just, it's very exhausting. And it could be, t- like I've, I've spoken about this before this episode, but like, I don't actually know if I picked up the recording. I've been having one of those weeks where it's been very difficult for me to just like, brush my teeth and feed myself. It's been very exhausting. I have been not in a great mood. And I feel like watching this at that time, I might be being especially harsh on it. So bear that in mind with my opinion here. But it really did feel incredibly disappointing compared to the first season because it felt so uncomfortable and not uncomfortable in the sense that it's like, like the viewing is uncomfortable, not like the content makes you uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So it's not like it's supposed to be, oh, you're uncomfortable because people are being eaten. That's not good. It was like, ah, no, I just don't like what's happening here. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, that's why I'm going to give it a six. I feel like I'm being butthurt right now, but like, I kind of feel like it. I'm having a, uh, my body is not happy with me. Shall we put it that way? And, um, yeah, I need a nap. (laughs) And this show didn't make me feel much better. So I, I, I also felt like the animation wasn't as good this season as the last season. I feel like it improved, like, programming-wise. Like, it looked smoother and nicer and stuff. But, like, because of the weird shots, and I felt like sometimes the character design, like, the actual drawing was off. I think time has improved it because technology improved. But the actual art style, I didn't like as much, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Six out of ten. Because I'm a butt-hurt little bit. (laughs) Okay. Um, that's my opinion. (laughs) Please don't hate me for it. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Brad and I are just two idiots that have zero qualifications on how to categorize slash critique anything, really. Um, well, no, I have some tiny, small baby qualifications on how to critique a painting, but that's it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, if you disagree with us, let us know in the comment section or on our DMs. Uh, because we'd love to let you know. Brad will tell you more about how to hit us up on those later on in this episode. But um, yeah, we want to know your thoughts and opinions as well. So let us know in those conversations and DMs because I'm sure you have different opinions to us. Um, And uh, we can only further expand our brains by hearing what your brains say too. So let's brain share. We'll meld our brains together in a jar. It'll be a fun time. We'll have a brain jar party. We'll bring them in individual jars and then we'll get like a pool or something, like a swimming pool. 
and we can all pour our individual jars in and our brains can splat together and there'll be a brain bath party and then we'll just all be empty-headed people walking around. Empty head, Empty-headed people either sounds like a good name for a song, like an album or a book. Maybe a band, Empty-headed people. Okay, I'm done rambling. Goodbye! Let's go ahead and give our plugs, because I don't know if Blue's given plugs yet or not. I'll be checking that during the editing. So whoever gives the better plugs is the one that you're going to see. So I stream on Twitch at Brad Carter Gaming. Also have an Instagram at Brad Carter Gaming. Blue has an Instagram and Twitter at Blue Lavender STM, where she posts life updates, art updates, all those fun things. We also have a website, www.bnbanime.com, where you can see... Friends of the podcast, our voiceover projects, art between the two of us, info about us, and also a catalog of all of our episodes with links to pretty much everything that we're a part of, IMDb pages, all that fun stuff. We also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Anime, where you can see an entire catalog of all of our episodes, along with some very fancy thumbnails and some new intros for the newer episodes as well, so that's pretty fancy. And so, with all of that being said, thank you all so much for listening. Blue and I greatly appreciate it. Next week, we are coming at you with Jose the Tiger and the Fish. And then the following week, we'll have my solo episode of Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. But I can't wait to cover Jose the Tiger and the Fish with Blue. It's going to be great. I can't wait to hear your thoughts with it. It's going to be a fun episode. But yeah, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll catch y'all next time. Bye-bye!